Hi everyone, Father Alex here, the vicar of St Matthew's Church in Burnley and also the host of the Godcast. Um, I thought it'd been quite nice to do something different for a Godcast, so I've had some amazing guests, as some of you will know, incredibly famous people, but not just uh, famous people, but people who are very interesting, have got a really interesting story to tell. This Godcast is a little bit different. And this podcast is about uh, the church where I'm a vicar. And um, just uh, one of the things that happens uh, for vicars is as you as you take over a church, is you seem to be landed with the historical stuff. And I've got some fantastic historical stuff from, um, from times long gone by. And many people will know that, um, if you're from Burnley, will know that um, on Christmas Day uh, in 1927, St Matthew's Church burnt to the ground and up till recently I did speak to some rather elderly people who actually remember it and tell me that every single person in the area turned out to watch St Matthew's spectacularly burst into flames and within a very short period of time the church was gone um, and left just the shell which some people said you know were, were like abbey ruins. So I've just got a few uh, ancient relics here to kind of just perhaps go through and, and share with you. Um, so one of the first things I have is actually a newspaper cutting from December the 31st, 1927. Now, if you're listening to this via a podcast, then you can't see this. But if you are watching this... Um, actually online I've got a few pictures here that way would help and what you can see there is the church um, on the left is St Matthew's prior to the fire and there's a picture on the right after the fire and you can see uh, two uh, stark contrasts in buildings there one is without its roof and the windows are all blown out and all the panels have gone um, yeah so this was widely reported and uh, this on the other side of the, the document is actually the, uh, you might be able to see there, St Matthew's Church in Ruins, Burnley's most beautiful fabric destroyed by a Christmas Day fire. That was in, uh, in 1927. And uh, I sometimes wonder what it must have been like. Sometimes wonder what it had been like for the vicar to uh, come out of his vicarage and discover that his beloved church was being destroyed and there was absolutely nothing he could do about it and I also wonder what the parishioners may have thought as well in 1927 and uh, not long after the uh, first world war had ended I would guess the church would have had huge congregation numbers I have actually got other pictures and photographs where uh, the local community has turned out for walking day at, at St Matthew's in Berlin but also it's uh, it's now uh, what was then a sister church of Holy Trinity, which sadly is no longer a church. It's there, but it's, it's flat, actually. So there was the, the, the news that... Uh, oh, we've got another one here, which is... Uh, these are some really dramatic pictures on here. Um, uh, this, is, again, is in the Burnley Express, and this is from uh, the same uh, paper on the 31st of December in 1927. And uh, this picture really uh, is quite stark. It is the picture of the church actually alight and absolutely 
aflame and uh, crumbling to the ground. And gosh, it, it's uh, it's really uh, quite sad to see. There's another picture here if I can show it to you. So this is a picture I'll try and explain to you if you're listening via uh, a podcast. But this is uh, St Matthew's Church. Um, and this was taken uh, just afterwards. There's a lot of snow on the ground. Um, and there is the remains of St Matthew's Church. Very little to see other than the shell. And, and if, you, if you're familiar with Bolton Abbey, or um, Worley Abbey, then you will you'll get some idea of, of the state of, of the building. It was absolutely destroyed. Now, I I do wonder um, how you recover from something like that. And uh, well, St Matthew's Church uh, decided, well, we must go on. And I do know they relocated to another church uh, for a period of time for I think about five years, if I'm not mistaken and then uh there was an appeal here again i'm showing uh on the screen a, a, an appeal by st matthew's church to try and raise funds <clears throat> and on the back again they've got a picture of the east end of the church burning on christmas evening there it is and again if you listen on podcast it's just a, a shell of the church um, but in the this was the aim. I'm just going to read you what the aim of the uh, the appeal was. The immediate aim of the building committee is to re-erect the church in beautiful and dignified form with all the essentials for the resumption of public worship. They had hoped to do this uh, within a year, but I, I don't think that happened. But for the but for this purpose, it is estimated that. £20,000 will be required, which the sum of 9500 is available out of the 12500 received from the insurance company. The large sum needed cannot be raised without generous effort and sacrifice, but the committee are confident that the people of Burnley will not endure to see the church standing in ruins and therefore appeal urgently for 10500 not only to the parishioners and congregation of St Matthew's, but to all the Burnley people who share their grief at the loss of this fine church. Well, perhaps if you're from Burnley or you're from Lancashire, you perhaps shouldn't be too surprised that, that that's exactly what did happen and the funds were raised for uh, the, the restoration of the church. And it, um, it did reopen and um, I have got some more stuff here. Um, this is from the fourth, this is from the Burl Express when the church reopened. This, uh, this cutting is from April the 4th, 1931. And um, what I have here is a picture of uh, that unique day. And um, I'm going to show it to the camera, but if you're listening again, I'll try and describe it. So what we have here is uh, St Matthew's, which, which really doesn't look any different to that now. It's got all the seated uh, chairs. Uh, St Matthew's has never been a, a church with pews, and uh, and um, and what you can see there uh, in the sanctuary is the bishop kneeling uh, and obviously praying, and a very large congregation. Now you might be uh, surprised by thinking, well, everybody's dressed in blank black. It's a very it could actually look like quite a sombre occasion rather than 
a celebration, but this uh, this church was reopened. Our beautiful church did reopen. And um, I was reading what the Bishop of uh, Blackburn said at the time. Um, he said that, uh, where is it? Oh, he said, uh, it came to destroy, but may we not hope and believe that metaphorically it has come to sift and purify. The foundation of this building remains the same as it always was. The foundation on which the Christian life is to be built up in this place remains the same as it always has been. For 1900 years, Jesus Christ, our Lord. So, yeah. And uh, so it, it did reopen and then um, people came back. There's a few quirky things that I quite like in some of these, uh, these newspaper cuttings. This is uh, some of the adverts that, you know, obviously, advertising has been going for a long time. There's, a, there's, a, there's an advert here, which I, I think is quite, it's for Batman Flake, no less. Batman Flake, and Batman Flake is a tobacco, and it, uh, it's there. And if you're interested at that point, it was eight and a half, what is that, shillings per ounce? No, it can't be eight and a half, I don't know. And then above it is... Um, uh, there are lots of other adverts for little, you know, that there was a new Ford out. The new Ford Tula Saloon was out in that uh, in that year at a very reasonable price of 185 pounds. So that was uh, that was well worth <laughs> taking out. Um, another advert, the Pigeon Post, which is two two days a week, devoted to the sport of pigeon racing, and uh, yeah. Uh, and there's a there's an advert there for porridge, which was a high class provision of bacon, butter, and cheese, and that was on Chancery Street, which is not actually a street I'm familiar with. So the church did uh, rise from the ashes, and um, just moving on a little bit further um, in this uh, little short uh, godcast, uh, I found a, a newspaper cutting from. Uh, the Berlin Express, some years later, on the October, October the 23rd in 1979. And, um, uh, well, I, I like the heading of this, this church. Uh, well, I'll show it to the camera. St. Matthew's, the People's Church. They were celebrating 100 years of worship in 1979, of course. And it says, the missioners visited the public houses in the parish and a most pleasant reception was given everywhere one man who said he could not come to church because he had no boots was invited to come in his clogs when the war broke out there was a sudden rise in unemployment and as in the past the church sought to alleviate distress by supplying free dinners in piccadilly road up to 100 meals were served each weekday and that just takes us back to you know the idea that that why the church is around you know it's there to serve the, the the community this this piece here talking about that just um you know to to alleviate the distress that had been going on um from the war while well, st matthew's kicked into action and 100 meals were served each each weekday every day st matthew's was serving and preparing 100 meals a day for the local community I, I, it's just like it's quite it's quite thought provoking actually because uh, you know obviously we've been doing uh, stuff in the community but this um, 
uh, this shouldn't really be a place there's a unique thing you know lots of churches um around uh, the diocese and around lancashire and of course the wider church do have done this act of service for decades and decades and decades uh, for some churches hundreds and hundreds of years our as a church in our own town st peter's which is celebrating 900 years this year and hopefully we'll be able to get along to that that service but um, yeah, so they were celebrating a hundred years, and they talk, and and the article talks about different clergy and things like this, and um, you know the help, and and it talks about some of the things that were on during this the hundred year celebration. So uh, lots of communion, lots of holy communion, which shouldn't have been um, too surprising for a church in our setting. Um, there was a visit. Uh, by the Bishop of Lancaster, the Bishop of Burnley. Uh, there was a Thanksgiving dinner hosted by uh, Canon Reginald Smith, the Vicar of Berry, at the time. Uh, there was a flower festival. There were songs of praise with guests from local schools. All sorts of activities were going on um, and to celebrate 100 years. Yeah. So it, it's quite uh, extraordinary, the church. It's, got a, it, it's not the oldest church um, by any means, but it, it's a church of, of interest, certainly. And uh, you know, I've got a few other things here. I've got, uh, I've got a, a, um, a, a presentation which was given to a lady who, who was married, and this is a, a document from Thursday, May the 8th, 1884. It's an old, it's a really old her paper here um and um you'd be pleased to know even back in 1884 uh, entertainment was uh, was present and uh, and the do would start at seven o'clock prompt and that refreshments would be served on that occasion i've got all sorts of things here i've got um i'm not sure what this is but this is a uh, what is this it's some legal letter i think from dated from 19 31 all sorts of things uh i've got a church magazine from uh, october 1980 there it is glorious technicolor and all and and um yeah quite like this there was a, a, a some some functions and things on uh they were running a thing a, a, a study called don't understand the faith this must have been written by the vicar I hope it's been written by the vicar because it says after five years of vicar sermons, well, the, the, sorry, the heading is don't understand the faith. After five years of the vicar's sermons, I'm not surprised. Come and find out how faith can be that stronghold we all need at the big moments in our lives. And uh, yeah. So again, it's uh, fascinating to look through it. There's a, an advert for, uh, the laundrette um, and there's a advert for Bendix which was a very old make of washing machines we used to sell those when I my first ever job when I worked at Cur Curry's and there's um, these are businesses that some of you may recall there's ENF Varley's which was a, a high class butcher um, that was on St Matthew Street and there was um, uh, Allison's Solid Fuel and Haulage that was on Rosendale Road um, and there's another here for a chippy, Martin and Mary White. Does anybody remember Martin and Mary White from Rose Hill Fisheries? Uh, they are 
they had a chippy on for Moreland Road, which hmm, I wonder if that's probably the Chinese now. Yeah, and just for your information, it was closed on Mondays. Uh, now, I don't know if you live at number 100 St. Matthew Street. Well, if you did, that used to be um, a fishmonger, and that was run by Frank, Frank Jackson. Um, and even back then, they were selling Holland's pies. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's fascinating, really. Um, what else is in this little booklet? Oh, somebody's written a little poem. Shall I read? It's called Your Gospel. You are writing a gospel, a chapter a day, by the deeds that you do and the words that you say. Men read what you write, whether faultless or true. What is the gospel according to you? Hmm. Yes. Mullin and Durkin Limited building contractors. That was on Trafalgar Street. And there are two lines. It must have been a busy, busy must have been a very busy business, that. And uh, what else have we got? Uh, oh, the Canal Yard, Thomas Emerson's son on the Canal Yard, Manchester Road. Um, easy parking and friendly service. Oh, my goodness me, I remember that. The kiosk on the Mall for your newspapers, discount cigarettes and tobaccos. Ah, now then. Here's a lovely uh, note. Now, some of you will remember dear Pat Chadwick, who, who uh, was a member of St. Matthew's Church and a real uh, much-loved lady on the church circuit in Burnley. The sun has been very kind to us for our centenary year. All our outdoor events seem to have been blessed by lovely weather, and the garden party was no exception. By the time you read this, our Harvest Thanksgiving, followed by the lunch, will have taken place. I think everyone enjoys Harvest with its unique hymns, which we can sing with such vigour. And it goes on from there. And that's, that's lovely to see that in there from, from Pat. Pat was um, a lady who, who I knew and, and sadly passed, she passed away a few years ago. Yeah. All right, here we go. This is quite interesting. So the... The collections, um, it's got the weekly collections. All right, so they weren't doing too bad. So in, in 1979, our, our average week, our average weekly collection, in fact, before I tell you, what do you think? What do you think our average weekly connection, uh, collection might have been in 1979? Well, I'm going to tell you, it was £110.28. In 1980, it went up to 118 pounds, 50 pence. And um, in, uh, yeah, and then in 1980, late 1980, that had increased to 120 pounds a week. So, yeah. It's so interesting, you know, just looking back and it makes me appreciate uh, the church more, not that I don't appreciate our church, but it does make me realise that, you, you know, you're just kind of passing through, really, and there's, uh, there's a very long history, and, and, and other churches have, have, you know, longer histories than we do at, uh, at St Matthew's, but it, it, it really is lovely to just look back. We've got another, another parish news magazine from uh, also 1980, from September 1980, and... Um, yeah, it's it's nice. There's people. There's mem there's memories of people who have died, and there's lots of events going on. You know, this is uh, 
this is just where churches strive to be, you know, lots of activities, um, lots of events and lots of awards. I'm just looking through to see if there are any names in here from uh, 1980 that people might be familiar with. Um, I'm sure some of the older congregation members will, but the vicar in 1980 was a certain Brian Pithers, who I've heard such lovely things about, but I, I've never actually had the uh, pleasure of meeting uh, Father Brian. Um, yeah. Ah. The Reverend A.T.J. Mackerel was the honorary assistant. Now that will be our... That would be uh, the father of our uh, reader, Jackie, and that's uh, that's really interesting. And uh, yes, uh, Patty's on there as church warden. Ah, Mr. Mitchell, secretary in PCC. Hmm, not much changes. <laughs> and uh, we've got some synod reps there, um, names that might be familiar. Mr. Mr. G. Stiller, husband to uh, Heather, who's who's still uh, with us at St. Matthews. Yeah, uh, Sunday school superintendent was a lady called Mrs. Burton, who um, is somebody uh, who I know. Yeah, it's so interesting, it really is. But um, yeah, so there we are. I didn't want, don't want to waste uh, too much of your time and, and valuable hours and moments, but I just thought I'd just take us uh, on a whistle-stop tour there, just particularly around the fire. It, it, it's... Um, it's so so joyous that, that the church survived. It, it you know it it's um it is a wonderful place. It it's it's so fascinating. Reverend Cat and I um, were chatting, and Cat's been doing some work with the students about about buildings and how they evolve and and what whether they change and move. Not obviously not physically, but whether they change with the times and move with the people and. Uh, I think St Matthews has certainly moved and changed over over the last few years, um, but still needs to continue to move and change. And so that, uh, well, I'm not sure there'll be many paper copies of the Burnley Express in a hundred years from now, but I'm sure there might be some digitised format. And it would be wonderful that uh, as time and months and years evolve, you know, when it comes for my time to say goodbye to St Matthew's, this gets passed on to the next incumbent and the next and the next and the next. So yeah, uh, thanks for watching and uh, thank you for listening. And um, uh, like I say, it's just a one-off uh, Godcast. It's really just a bit of um, something a little bit different for for people who, who like a bit of church history and, and have got an interest in St Matthew's Church. So thank you for watching. And whatever you're doing, uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of the day. But for now, I send you my love and very best wishes from myself and all of us at St. Matthew's Church, Burnham. Bye.